This is R.L. Stein. Our story is called The Terror After School. Emmy and her friends are always getting into trouble. Their teacher makes them stay after school. Now it's getting late. The school is silent and empty. Outside, the sky darkens and the night wind howls. Where's their teacher? Is he going to leave them there all night? Are they in bigger trouble than they thought? My name is Emmy Lucas, and maybe I'm not the best student in the world, but I don't think it's right that I have to stay after school so often. My good friends Lexi and Johnny agree. This is the third time they kept us after school this week. It just isn't fair. You got that right, dude. And why are they always picking on the three of us? Johnny, why do you call me dude? I'm a girl. Got a problem with that, dude? Let's not fight, Johnny. We're in this together. Might as well keep it cool. Right. Dude. Look, it's dark out. We've been sitting in this room for hours. The whole school is empty. I think they totally forgot about us. Someone will come, Emmy. They're just making us sweat. I'm going to be late for dinner. Mom will make me do a big explanation, and I'll have to tell her I got in trouble. Don't cry about it. You can handle your mom. Tell you say it for extra credit. Like she'd really believe that. Listen, is that someone in the hall? Someone's coming. The three of us froze in our seats and listened. Outside the window, the wind howled. The old school building creaked and squeaked and sighed. I don't hear anyone. Just this old school building falling apart. Did you know this school is haunted? Don't start, Johnny. We don't want to hear that lame old ghost story. But it's true. They left a boy after school just before winter vacation. They forgot about him. He waited for days. Now, every night, he haunts the halls of this school searching for food. Well, he won't find any food in this room, that's for sure. Not even a stick of gum. Shh! Listen! I think I hear him. Out in the hall. The ghost boy! Stop it, Johnny. You're not funny. This is really freaking me out. What if they did forget about us? What if we have to stay all night in this creepy, dark building? Don't faint or anything, Emmy. I would spoil my whole day. Shut up! Give it a break, you two! Stop fighting! Come on, time for you to kiss and make up. Ugh! I'd rather kiss a rat on the lips. <laughs> Why would a nice rat want to kiss you? Stop! You're not funny! Emmy, what did you do to get in trouble today? Why did they make you stay after? Well, I did a little art project, and I got caught. Art project? Yeah. I took a bottle of glue from the art room, and I glued Mr. Hammer's briefcase to his desk. Oh, awesome! When he tried to pick it up, his face turned red as a tomato. Actually, it was a riot, but Hammer figured out who did it. It's always me, right? So here I am. And what about you, Lexi? What kind of nasty evil were you up to today? You know that kid that everyone hates? Marky Marvin? Well, I tripped him. It was kind of an accident, but not really. You tripped Marky Marvin? Yeah, but it wasn't my fault he fell down all the stairs. Oh, dude, I heard he had to go home. I mean, he was totally messed up. I didn't see the stairs. I don't think I should be blamed. I don't think I should have to sit here for hours in this creepy room. What did you do, Johnny? Nothing much. 
The usual. They just don't like me around here. Come on. Spill it. What did you do? Well, it was totally cool, actually. Before classes started, I sneaked into the lunchroom kitchen, and I poured a whole bottle of hot pepper sauce in the macaroni. Is that why all those kids were choking and screaming at lunch? You guessed it. It was awesome! Johnny, <laughs> why did you do it? I don't know. Just bored, I guess. Shh! Listen. I is someone coming? There's no one out there. Look, the hall is totally dark. And it's starting to get cold in here. Boo-hoo, Emmy. You're gonna make me cry, really. Emmy is right. How can they leave us here for hours? Come on, the door isn't locked. Let's just go home. We crept to the door and pulled it open. Ah! A teacher stood there, blocking the door. Mr. Portis, you scared us. Mr. Portis is a big, red-faced man with long black hair and a bushy black mustache. His big belly hung out of his suit jacket. His dark eyes were glaring at the three of us. I was standing outside the door. I heard everything. You kids should be ashamed of yourselves. His big eyes started rolling wildly in his head. His face turned almost purple. I have to deal with you now. Do you understand me? They sent me in to deal with you. Listen, we know we did some bad things and we're sorry. Isn't that right, guys? Dude, yes. I I'm totally sorry. Really, I don't know what I was thinking. Too late for that. Too late for sorry. I have to deal with all three of you now. I have to deal with you. I started to shake. He was scaring me. Why did he keep repeating those words? Why were his eyes rolling around in his head like that? Mr. Portis, please, how are you going to deal with us? I think you know. No, we don't. What are you going to do? It's very late. We have to get home to dinner. You know you won't be going home. You know I have to shut you down. He wasn't making any sense. His face turned even redder. Shut us down? You're joking, right? <laughs> you mean, you want to fight us? Fight you? No. You know what I mean. I have no choice. You are not functioning. You are not good members of the student body. I have to shut you down. My heart was pounding now. The three of us stared at him with our mouths hanging open. You three, you know you are robots. You know what happens to a robot that doesn't function. You do not work properly. They sent me in here to shut you down. Dude, no way. I'm a human, just like you. I'm no robot. If this is a joke, it isn't funny. We're kids, not robots. Mr. Portis raised a pudgy hand and began scratching his cheek. He scratched for a long while. Then he brushed back his long black hair. I'm sorry they didn't tell you the truth, but I'm telling you robots what has to be done. Who wants to go first? Dude, you're making a big mistake. Who wants to go first? You can't shut us down. We're kids, not robots. Don't look so scared. It doesn't hurt. There's a little flap of skin under your arm. I pull back the flap, and there's an on-off button inside. 
I turn the button to off, and that's it. Easy and painless. Who wants to go first? Easy? Then why did Mr. Portis look so nervous? Why did he keep sweeping his hand through his hair? Why did he keep scratching his cheek? And why were his eyes rolling around so crazily? You're making a big mistake. We know we're not robots. Well, let's see who's right. Who's first? How about you, Emmy? He grabbed my arm and pulled me to him. His hand was ice cold and dripping wet. No, please, let go! Don't be afraid. The little skin flap comes up easily. Then I'll just flick the button. No big deal. His cold, wet hand slid up my arm. I let out a scream. No! I jerked my arm free, and Lexi and Johnny and I took off. We ran out of the classroom and into the dark hall. Come back here! Come back, you robots! Our shoes thundered as we bolted down the long, dark hallway. Is he following us? I glanced back. I saw Mr. Portis lurch out of the classroom. He started after us. Even in the dim light, I could see his big belly bouncing in front of him as he ran. Stop! Come back! Robots, stop! He took four or five running steps, and then he fell. <clears throat> he fell onto his stomach and lay there, face down, with his arms and legs thrashing wildly. Can't get up! Come back here! I can't get up! It's okay. He's down. Let's go back and get him. Wow, I thought he would give us a longer chase. I knew this was going to happen. Now it'll take all three of us to pull him up. We trotted back to Mr. Portis, and the three of us hoisted him to his feet. As we led him back into the classroom, he kept blinking his eyes and shaking his head. Sorry. I, I, I don't feel well. I know. You're not functioning, are you, Mr. Portis? We're so sorry. We really are. Huh? What do you mean? Thank you for helping me. But I have to shut sh shut you down now. I have to finish my job. No, dude. <laughs> That's not right. We have to finish our job. Your, your, your job? We're robot testers. We've been testing you. I'm so sorry. You failed. You're not functioning. He rubbed his face. His eyes rolled around in his head. Y you mean I I'm the robot? Yeah, you're the robot. We're kids. The school gave us an after-school job. We test all the robot teachers like you. I find this hard to believe. Are you? Are you? Sure. Look, when you fell, you ripped your belly open. All your insides are hanging out. Huh? Oh, no! <laughs> Check them out. It's all electronics. Your guts are all electronics. But, wait. Before I came in, I was listening to the three of you talk. I heard all the bad things you did today. We made that all up. It's part of the test to see how you handle it. I didn't know. I really didn't. I thought I 
Which looking human? This won't hurt at all. You'll hardly notice. Lexi and I held Mr. Portis's arm. Johnny slid his hand up the shirt sleeve. He found the skin flap in the armpit and pulled it open. Then, click. Mr. Portis' robot shut down. He let out a long sigh. His eyes closed tight. His head slunk to his chest. Hurry, let's wheel him into the closet. We've got two more teacher robots to test tonight. We rolled Mr. Portis into the repair closet. Then we took our places again. I let out a long sigh. I hate these long nights. Staying after school in this creepy building? I always miss dinner. Oh, stop complaining, dude. Think of all the extra credit we get from the principal robot. I can complain if I want to. It's scary staying so late in this creaky old school. And I don't like testing teachers. I think it's cruel. And I don't see why I have to do this awful job. I hate it. I really hate it. Sorry, Emmy. I'm really sorry you feel that way. You're not functioning, Emmy. I'm really sorry. They grabbed me by the arms and held me in place. Hey, let go. Let go of me. I mean it. You're not funny. We're not joking, Emmy. You're not functioning. Johnny and I test the student robots, too. Our assignment was to test you and the Mr. Portis robot. They both shook their heads sadly. We like you, Emmy. We really do. You almost passed. This is a joke. This has to be a joke. What did I do? What did I do wrong? All that complaining and whining. Complaining about the school and staying late and missing dinner. You're not functioning, Emmy. Dude, we're really gonna miss you. You were a good friend. Goodbye, Emmy. No! Wait! Wait! Let go! Lexi slid her hand up my arm. She found the skin flap in my armpit and pulled it open. Then I felt her reach inside and... The Terror After School was written by me, R.L. Stein. Produced and directed by Matt Stein. Emmy was played by Liana Stamper. Jillian Sanders played Lexi, Colin McAdoo played Johnny, and Mr. Portis was played by David Light. Original music and sound design by Matt Stein. Have a scary day, everyone.